What's going on, everybody? It's your boy, Damo, your WWE correspondent for Trackstar Sports. Coming at you once again with the episode of The Outsiders Edge. Normally, it's me and my homie, Jay Kells. But the big dog is rolling solo. No Seth Rollins, no Dean Ambrose. Just holding down the yard because this is my yard. Believe that. Do you believe it or not? Um, <laughs> so, yeah, Jake Hells couldn't uh, be on this week, so I'm rolling solo today. So, uh, we're just going to get into it. We're going to, uh, uh, we'll talk a little more in depth about this when Kells is back. Uh, we want to talk about Backlash. Uh, Backlash, I felt like, was overall not the greatest pay per view. Um, I really felt like Backlash suffered from being too close to the greatest Royal Rumble and WrestleMania. Um, both of those events were uh, phenomenal, I thought. Um, on a scale of 1 to 10, I would have gave them an 8 or higher. Um, I felt like, at best, Backlash was a 7. Um, I just felt like Backlash could have been better. Um, we're in money in the bank season now, so I'm pretty sure Backlash is already, if not soon, forgotten about. But um, let's jump into it. Um, me and Kel's uh, last episode made predictions for uh, money in, I mean, not money in the bank, for backlash. Um, so I'm going to go over those, uh, the results for those predictions that we made. Um, we can talk about it some more when we have him on the line. We can talk about how we felt about what, what happened at backlash. So the first match was the Intercontinental Championship champ Seth Rollins versus The Miz. I've said this before, Seth Rollins, uh, Finn Balor, The Miz, any combination of those wrestlers in a match, I'm there for it because I feel like those guys are just phenomenal in the ring. They're all made for each other. Um, uh, Kells uh, picked Seth Rollins to retain the title. I thought that they were teasing at uh, too much at uh, The Miz tying the record for most Intercontinental Championship reigns with Chris Jericho. So I felt like that they were teasing that he was going to win that match, but I was wrong. Kells is right uh, on that one. Seth Rollins hold, held on to the title. I'm not mad at that. I also agree with uh, what Kells uh, said about uh, the Miz doesn't need a title to be the Miz because he's just awesome on the mic. He's great in the ring. He doesn't need a title, but the title just enhances what he already has going. Um, next was the Raw Women's Championship. Uh, Nia Jax, the champ in a rematch against Alexa Bliss. Uh, we both picked uh, Nia Jax to win this match um, unless she had help from Mickey James or something where she cheated other than that we didn't see Alexa Bliss uh, winning this match even though Alexa Bliss uh, was pretty, pretty formidable in this match and at, at, for a time I thought she was going to win but uh, Nia Jax retains her title next the uh U.S. Championship, uh, the champ Jeff Hardy versus Randy Orton. Me and Kels both got this wrong. Uh, we both picked Randy Orton to win uh, the title. Uh, Jeff Hardy retains. Um, so we'll see how long this title reign goes on with Jeff Hardy. Uh, then the next match is uh, Daniel Bryan versus Big Cass. J. Kells came with one of his uh, what I call left field predictions that just come out of nowhere. I didn't 
I don't really think about it like this, but he picked cast to a big cast to win. Um, but because the Miz would interfere, which would lead into uh, further teasing the rivalry between Daniel Bryan and the Miz, which I thought was an interesting take on the victor for this match. Um, but and Kel's got that wrong, <laughs> so I picked Daniel Bryan. Uh, to win this match. Um, I figure either way, even with Kel's prediction, it's kind of a David and Goliath kind of thing because if Cass wins that way, he needed somebody smaller than him to win. <laughs> so that's how I'm looking at that. But um, I figure Daniel Bryan would make him tap out. Uh, then the next match was the women's championship. Uh, the champ, Carmella, who cashed in her money in the bank contract to beat Charlotte Flair for the women's title uh, in a rematch against Charlotte Flair. Me and Kels, again, both got this wrong. Kels, what's going on with us, man? Um, <laughs> uh, we just both looked at Charlotte as the superior wrestler, which she is. But um, Carmella really held her own in this match. Um, and, I mean, I don't know from, from my point, I don't know if necessarily she proved she's a champion, Um but I mean, but she beat Charlotte Flair, who's like the best of the best. But she definitely, she definitely put some cachet under her name, beating Charlotte Flair um, that night. But I don't know about you, but from now on, if I watch a Carmella match, I might have to watch it with the volume on mute because her and that screaming—it's <laughs> just like it's piercing when she screams. Uh, so the next match. Uh, uh, was the WWE Championship match uh, for SmackDown Live. AJ Styles, the champ versus Shinsuke Nakamura. Once again, me and Kells both got this wrong. Now, Kells made a uh, what I thought was a wild prediction that happened in the last match between these two, which was he uh, called a no contest. Uh, neither one would win this match. And that's what happened at the uh, the last time these two faced off. Um, I figure no disqualification match. Shinsuke Nakamura's already hitting AJ with no low blows all the time. Uh, I thought this played in his favor. I thought Shinsuke would win. Kells uh, picked AJ Styles to retain the title. But it's a double count out because these guys went Adam Vinatieri on low on low blows and just putted, punted their, their junk out the building. Neither guy could stand up. So... Yeah, go figure. <laughs> so the AJ Styles Shinsuke Nakamura rivalry continues, and, and the way it's looking, there's going to be another match between these two. So we'll see what happens uh, down the road. Uh, then next, um, this was a no-brainer for both of us. Uh, the tag team that me and Kels both said should have been together for WrestleMania to. Uh, to face the bar so that Braun Strowman legitimately could have been the tag team champion. Um, the team of Braun Strowman and Bobby Lashley versus Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. No-brainer. We both picked Strowman and Lashley. Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn, not on, on their best of days, was going to beat these two. Um, but they were entertaining, though, uh, even still. 
Then, uh, last but not least, uh, the main event was Roman Reigns versus Samoa Joe. Um, we both picked Roman Reigns to win this match, even though, for the most part, Samoa Joe looked like he had this match in the bag. And, um, surprisingly, um, after the beating Roman took on Sunday, he was able to show up on Monday and, um, and, and be pretty formidable on Monday in a triple threat match. Um, which leads me into the next thing, which was uh, it's money in the bank season. So now uh, they're having qualifying matches for the money in the bank uh, pay-per-view, which is in about six weeks. Um, again, I felt like the greatest Royal Rumble and WrestleMania really shadowed over Backlash. I think Backlash was too quick. I think they should have put it another week, maybe two, two more additional, maybe one or two more additional weeks between Greatest Royal Rumble and Backlash. I felt like it was just too quick. And it just made Backlash look that much more, uh, that much more just not, not as great as the other two. And, um, yeah, I really thought they should have they should have separated some more uh, some more time. Like I said, with you we just had backlash. We got six weeks till Money in the Bank. Um, just give it some time to kind of uh, somewhat. I mean, you got to think you got pay per views, then you got SmackDown, then you got Raw. You know, you got the network and all that stuff. I mean, it, it, time will kind of. Not that you forget that it happened, but it kind of you you kind of build separation. Like, uh, you know, like there was two weeks between um, the Greatest Royal Rumble and Backlash. I thought that that was a really short time, but at the same time, I felt like it gave you room to breathe a little bit, and you didn't necessarily associate the one with the other <laughs> so quickly. I think that I think that that had a lot to do with backlash. Then, plus, I think probably they invested so much into these other pay per views. I mean, eventually you're going to have a drop off, and I think this was the drop off. I think Money in the Bank will be will put them back on the incline. So, with Money in the Bank, uh, we had some qualifying matches on Monday. Um, two for the men's division, one for the women's division. Um, first was Braun Strowman versus Kevin Owens. And Braun Strowman clearly beat Kevin Owens. <laughs> like there was just no, <laughs> like really expected Kevin Owens to win. Um, so Braun Strowman will be in the Money in the Bank match. Um, I'm tempted to make him my safe pick to win it. Um, I want to see who else is in it first. Um, so we'll find that out over the next several weeks. Um, then. The next match um, for the men's division was a triple threat match. Roman Reigns, Finn Balor, and Sami Zayn. Uh, Again, the beating Roman took, despite the fact that he won, the beating Roman took on Sunday night from Samoa Joe, I was surprised at how well he looked Monday night in this triple threat match. I really thought Roman was going to win this match. But um, because of interference by Jinder Mahal, Stops Roman from being able to seal the deal. 
Finn Balor ends up winning the match and qualifying for Money in the Bank. So, we know Braun Strowman and Finn Balor will be in this match. Um, I like the... um, I I actually kind of like the Roman Reigns-Jinder Mahal beef. Um, I look forward to seeing a match between those two. uh, Two humongous, strong guys. Um, Yeah, I look forward to seeing them over the next several weeks going at it. Uh, maybe that has some, but uh, we know Roman wants to be in Money in the Bank. He wanted Money in the Bank to be his road to uh, getting the title. Jinder uh, Mahal wants to be in Money in the Bank, so maybe down the road this turns into, you know, uh, some kind of one-on-one match. Maybe those two are facing off to get a final spot in Money in the Bank. Who knows? Um, then uh, for the women's division. Uh, we had a triple threat match of uh, Ruby Riot, Sasha Banks, and Ember Moon. Um, I just want to say that um, uh, Ruby Riot has proven to be the standout of the Riot squad. Um, I've been watching her matches over the last uh, several weeks; have been, really been great. She's definitely the standout member of that group. If if the other two girls fall off a cliff tomorrow, like Ruby Riot's gonna be okay. <laughs> um, I feel like they're dependent on her. She's not dependent on them right now, as far as uh, just the character. Um, but Ruby Riot's definitely the standout. And I want to say that, um, and I I love Sasha Banks. So no shade to Sasha Banks. I love Sasha Banks, but Ember Moon. Ember Moon was phenomenal Monday night <laughs> in this triple threat match. Uh, Ember Moon would would pull out the victory, so she's going to be in the women's Money in the Bank match. Um, Ember Moon is definitely uh, a girl I looked at and was like, who does she remind me of? And the first name that came to mind was Booker T. She's the modern-day female version of Booker T. The bright colors, um... Booker T didn't wear colored contacts, but she has the red contacts, which make her look very menacing or whatever. But um, she has the the bright colors. She's very agile in the ring. Reminds me of Booker T. Booker T was doing stuff in the ring that you only saw a guy smaller than him doing. Um, he was very agile. Um, and I believe they mentioned it on Monday night during her match that um, that she did some training with him. So she may have picked up some pointers. I'm pretty sure she picked up plenty of pointers from him. Um, I really like to see the new wrestlers kind of do something that's like a, you know, a shout out to somebody from the old school. Like you have like Sasha Banks, uh, Kevin Owens, uh, Seth Rollins do the the famous uh, frog splash off the top turnbuckle like Eddie Guerrero. Um, Sasha Banks definitely makes it known that she clearly got that from Eddie Guerrero. Uh, You have Ronda Rousey who uh, took, you know, Roddy Roddy Piper's style, and that's the way she, uh, you know, dresses herself. Even her her T-shirt and logos and stuff like that look like Roddy Roddy Piper stuff. Um, I, I, I said this with Kells that I thought Bobby Roode was a uh, throwback to Ravish and Rick Roode. Uh, he mentioned also his role was a throwback to Ric Flair. So... Yeah, I just think I just love it when the the new wrestlers kind of give that wink back to the old school, like you know, like we didn't forget these are the guys that got us here. So, um, 
So yeah, that I think uh, Ember Moon definitely Booker T. Um, she's gonna make some noise. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if she wins this Money in the Bank match. But again, I want to see who else is gonna be in these matches before I start making any predictions. Um, also, uh, moving on from that, um, it looks like there's. It looks like they're starting to push Bobby Lashley. Um, he doesn't have any big matches coming up, but they did this weird spot uh, with him on Monday Night Raw where he was being interviewed by Renee. And it wasn't even, like, backstage at Raw. It was pre-taped. They were, like, in an old gym or a warehouse or something. Bobby Lashley was telling stories about his sisters and picking on them as a kid and stuff like that. And it was just really, it was just really weird. It was really weird, really out of place. Um, I don't know. If they're pushing Bobby Lashley, that's fine. But I, I just don't want them to do it in a way where it's really corny. And that just came off kind of really corny. And not, it didn't fit what was going on. Um, uh, with that being said, with as far as push, um, and I really want to talk about this with uh, Kells on, is... Um, well, first of all, there's the uh, re-signing of Kevin Owens. He's re-signed with WWE, which is great because he's one of the best talents uh, in the organization right now. Um, so I'm glad to hear about that. And then also um, the return of the 24-inch pythons, brother. Each vitamins, say your prayers, brother. <laughs> the Hulkster <laughs> and Hulkamania is about to run wild again in WWE. Um, so there have been talks that uh, WWE and Hulk Hogan are talking about bringing him back, um, which I'm not sad to hear about that at all. Um, I feel like uh, Hulk Hogan is just one of those guys that's just synonymous with pro wrestling or wrestling entertainment. Um, you can't you can't tell the story without him. Um, I know he he had his transgressions, um, and I felt like they reacted to that properly. Um, I don't you know it's been it's been a while since that happened or since that came out, and now it seems like they're bringing him back. Um, I'm I'm okay with it. I mean, you you pay your dues. I. Uh, you pay your dues, and you know you you make a mistake. You pay your dues and move on. Um, is how I, is how I feel about it. At the end of the day, um, I mean, and and I guess you know, I guess I'm a little bi. I'm a wrestling fan, and I feel like he's a guy that really needs to be a part of this because he's one of the people that helped make it what it is today. Um, and you can't tell the story without him. You just can't. Um, so. Shout out to Hulk Hogan. We'll talk more about that at another time. Uh, this is all I have for this week. Um, hopefully, Kells will be back next time. And uh, we'll discuss some more of the latest and greatest in the WWE. Um, if you're listening now, you should be following us on social media. Uh, at On Twitter, at Trackstar Sport. Um, on Instagram at Trackstars underscore sports and on Facebook at Trackstar Sports. And then also follow our Debate Fuel pages at Debate Fuel on everything. Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at Debate Fuel. And now, uh, 
just like all of our great correspondents, uh, everyone's going to be doing uh, Twitter. Uh, so keep listening out on Anchor to get everybody's uh, Twitter handles for the different sports segments that we have uh, here. Um, but newly started, we have an Outsider's Edge uh, Twitter page that you can follow as well. And we'll be posting stuff there, giving you information on the WWE as well, as well as giving you, uh, you know, letting you know when our broadcasts are out. Um, if you want to follow us there on the Outsider's Edge, remember it's spelled with the X. It's not spelled O-U-T-S-I-D-E-R-S. It's spelled, it's spelled without the vowels with an X. So it's spelled X-S-D-R-S Edge, Outsider's Edge. Um, so look for us on Twitter. Uh, you can follow us there. Um, and, of course, you can listen to us here on Anchor. Uh, for our, our Apple users, you can listen to us on your iTunes uh, podcast app. Uh, for our Android users, we are on an app. Uh, you can look for us on this app. It's called the Podcast Republic app, and that's for all of our Android users. You can go on, download that app. Search for us on there. Search for Trackstar Sports, and you can get all of your great Outsiders Edge podcasts there, as well as all of our other great shows from all our other great correspondents on Trackstar Sports. Just search for us um, on there. Search for Trackstar Sports. Favorite us, and you can listen to all of our podcasts there for our Android users if you don't catch us here on Anchor. So this is your boy Damo with the Outsiders Edge with Typically myself and Jay Kells, who just ditched us and left us high and dry this week. No, he didn't. But uh, <laughs> this is your boy Damo with the Outsider's Edge. Tune in next time. Peace. <laughs>